Next on the list of reopening in the province, believe it or not, food and ice cream trucks. Yes, that's right. Mayor Tory announcing that Toronto trucks will be allowed to operate this summer in the city. A patio plan apparently also uh, in the works for restaurants. But as that is happening and many businesses are celebrating being able to reopen, hair salons, barber shops still waiting for their green light. And joining us now is our good friend Peter Gosling, owner of the Glass Box Barbershop. He joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Peter, good afternoon. Hey, Jeff. How are you? Uh, I'm okay, thanks. I'm in desperate need. I know you were on the TV show with us uh, earlier this week. Uh, you saw this uh, firsthand. I'm in desperate need of a, a haircut, but uh, I still can't get one. I feel like you look pretty good. No, no, no. Uh, I think you looked all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. I appreciate that, my friend, <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. But uh, is are you getting frustrated yourself? And what is the talk amongst those in the hair industry right now when it comes to reopening here in the province? You know, um, obviously, like I said on the show the other day, safety does come first. Uh, we don't want to be jeopardizing anything the country has kind of worked towards. Um, but we are definitely getting concerned now because the issue with delaying the opening process is People are still getting haircuts. I was walking around Toronto two days ago, and there's obviously people doing house calls and barbers going to people's houses and people cutting in garages, and it's kind of damaging the industry now because if that's how people are going to get underground sort of bootleg haircuts, you know, it's, it's kind of damaging the business that exists that can actually do safe practicing, if you, if you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we, we really should be able to open up, especially because we are trained. Like I said, even when we spoke a month ago, we are trained in sanitation and, and, and disinfection, right? So it's more likely that it, you know, coming to Glassbox would be a safer uh, option where we can, you know, use PPE and hand sanitizer, um, as well as, you know, we have staff that we're hiring to clean. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't tell me that, you know, you have certain industries opening and, and we're not as safe as others, because I think, if anything, we're more safe. You know what I mean? Well, listen, you've got a really interesting perspective because not only do you have a barbershop here in Toronto, but you've also got one in Vancouver, and that one is open, correct? Yeah, sorry, Victoria. Victoria, okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. And, and yeah, so we just opened that location, and those guys are operating uh, amazing. You know, we have people waiting outside. They're wearing masks. Our staff are wearing masks. Our staff are wearing gloves. And, you know, we've extended services. Um, so after everyone leaves, we're doing a severe clean. We're not trying to rush people in and out of the business to make money now, Jeff. We're, we're more along the lines of trying to get the shops open. And if, you know, people are trying to make, you know, trying to be profitable right now, that's not the idea. The idea is to get open because it's survival. You know, I have friends who own shops who have messaged me and told me, listen, they've had to take another mortgage out on their house. So they're going into their savings now. Right. And, and the reality is, is that I, I think we should be able to open at least to the haircutting services because I think we're prepared. We are prepared to take on this new um, sort of task. And I think we just have to adapt, you know. Yeah. Has the industry, have they lobbied the Ontario government? Has there been any discussions? Do you know? Yeah. So there has been a lot of um, a lot of people who have done, I, I suppose, these not GoFundMe's, but these sort of campaigns to get people to sign a petition. I, I personally have been reaching out to MPs and tagging John Tory and, and, and Doug Ford because a big one is, well, you got to look at Quebec and Montreal. They had a higher infection rate, a higher mortality rate, and all the salons and barbershops are open as June 15th. So how is that compared to, you know, the GTA? I, I know that there's been spikes in Mississauga and, uh, and Brampton. But, I mean, in, in comparison to another province, we're, we're looking pretty good, you know? 
Sure. So obviously there's a level of frustration there and that you just can't uh, figure out why. Why can't uh, we reopen? And have you been given any sort of heads up as to when a possible date might be? Well, that's the next thing is we've had no communication. It's kind of like we've been ignored. Um, and, and that's very bothersome. Like if, if they turned around and said, OK, guys, you know, in Ireland right now, they've said July 4th. They said, that to Ju- they said July 4th to a lot of the U.K. barbershops and salons two months ago. We've heard nothing. We've, we've had no communication. No one has um, put anything out there. And I think that's the hardest thing is people don't really know how much longer it's going to go on. And I think people would just like to know when it's going to happen so that we can be prepared and, and be prepared as possible. If that gives us two weeks or a month or whatever it might be, we, we definitely need to have some sort of uh, communication as to when we can, we can reopen. Yeah. Are you as confused as the rest of us when it comes to what is open, what is not, what's allowed to reopen? Because I think a lot of people, they really do end up sort of scratching their heads when they hear like, okay, a food truck can open. I mean, they're handling food. There certainly are safety concerns there, uh, but they're allowed to reopen, yet my local salon or barbershop can't yet. Well, that's the total bizarre point is I read an article the other day that servers aren't going to be required to wear masks. So how is someone going to serve you food but I can't touch your hair. Like, you know, I think there's a lot of confusion as to what should and should not be open. And if, you know, you're telling me that you can go see a massage therapist or a physiotherapist, I don't see why we can't, you know, touch and cut your hair. Like, you know what I mean? Like things just don't add up. And I I definitely think that that's caused, again, the frustration, the confusion, and a little bit of fear as well, to be honest with you, Jeff. Yeah, and just finally, that fear, Peter, is over perhaps owners such as yourself. I mean, looking at down the line, whether it's short term or even medium term, maybe losing their salon because we're just waiting. Absolutely. I've, uh, like I said, I've had friends tell me that this is their last month. This is the last legs that they're on. Um, you know, uh, myself and my business partner, we've done a fairly good job of communicating with our landlords, and we've been quite lucky. But I mean, anybody anybody's up for uh up for a, a se- severe shock because i i do believe there will be a ripple effect and it's not necessarily what's going to happen in the next two months it's that what's going to happen in the next four to six months you know what i'm saying so uh, it's it's just it's, fr- it's just frustrating jeff we just need to get open and i think we're at the stage that we can definitely move into the baby steps of at least cutting hair you know all right well we will, we will continue to watch this obviously with interest peter thanks as always for the time and i'm sure we'll talk soon thanks jeff all the best